Prepare for action. Prepare for adventure. Prepare for another familiar face on the quest for the Quantum Rose. And welcome back to Quest for the Quantum Rose. When last we left our heroes, Caxaws had just uncovered a horrendous plot inside of a horrendous pile of garbage um, with a horrendous pile of garbage inside who masqueraded in the skin of... I know I said Ogre last session, but I was mistaken when I wrote that down. It was actually Orc. So just... It's dead, ogre, no, yeah, well, I, I just wanted to, to to clarify for the sake of everybody that I had uh, I had misread my own notes. Orcaxes <laughs> wouldn't know the difference, right? Well, okay, so basically, kind of human. This, this orc incel had uh, had what amounted to a hurt locker with a large, terrifying uh, kind of wall of crazy, uh, prominently featuring pictures of uh, a, a little gnome girl. Um, and then there was the matter of that big gory splat that they had discovered sandwiched between two containers down in uh, the market square. And so now we rejoin everyone. Uh, Caxos, you have just splatted the guy, and um, everyone else, you are investigating uh, splat number one, so I'll let you have it. So did I get to go back to them and tell them the stuff? Or? Uh, I think we just left off with you just having just ended him, and that was it for the night because we were running a little long. So it was okay. I've got your token still standing there in or on the, the little hidey hole that he had. Yeah. And then I think you also, uh, at, the, at the very end of the session last night, you also investigated the secret room inside the secret room. And you found, like, the creepy blood drawings and the weird arcane. No, 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 no. I couldn't see what was inside because I couldn't um, light it properly. Oh, well. So I, that, that's why <laughs> I remember I was going to tell the others. Okay. to bring some light or something, because I tried to point the monitors to the room to see something, but... Oh, know, I do remember that. Gonna All right, so you you can go ahead and start with that. Okay, so I'm going to climb on top of this building and glide all the way. Woof! <laughs> if it's... I mean, I don't I don't know how tall these are. If it's very tall, I won't climb up to the top. Just... I mean, it's, it's kind of an obstacle course through here, honestly. Like, you're surrounded on all sides by what amount to, like, repurpose shipping containers, yeah? So, I mean, it's it's a little bit like being in like a trailer park stack um, and a little bit like being in a big jungle gym. So, I mean, you can definitely, with your climbing and gliding abilities, you can make your way through without too much difficulty, but it's not going to be like a straight line. Okay, yeah, no, I, 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 I understand. So I will try to make the fastest... Yeah, no, you can, you, you, can, you can flutter and climb uh, in your in your buggy way, and you do make a little bit of a, of a scene doing it, but I mean, these people they see all kind of species, so it, it only like warrants looking up because most people like to walk on the floor, not walls. But there's exceptions every now and again. Um, like nobody like screams in terror and runs or anything. Like they've seen Scathari before, but 
it, it's still it's still at least unusual enough to be attention getting. So I I reach them without any problem, right? Yeah, no, you you aren't like accosted or anything, and you don't fall. Uh -huh. Okay, so <clears throat> um, crew uh, teammates, um, friends. I guess we just turn around and and just there's cacks just covered in blood, right? No, no, no. Uh, I don't know if it's because I imagine it might like being almost like fire. So I don't think it will. It's like holy radiance. Yeah, I don't think it would bleed a lot. I don't, but maybe I don't know. Well, uh, what, what weapon were you using to hit, smite him with? You have my a, sword. Uh, it's a pretty long cutty. Sword? Yeah, it's pretty yeah. cutty. So you probably would have gotten a nice arterial splash. Okay, yeah. So, but I'm red, so I don't know. <laughs> I mean, they're an orc, but they're, would would orcs bleed green, or would they bleed something else? I mean, That's a good question. as as likely as not. I mean, for sure, why not, right? We'll just say it for As a way, like, as an inconsequential flavor thing, I see blood all over uh, Caxos, mm -hmm. and I just pull out this, like, uh, little injection shot thing, and just, all right, now you won't wow. have any bloodborne pathogens. What's a pathogen? Sick, you won't get sick. I I am a knight of the seventh swarm. We don't get sick. Yeah, as I was gonna say, yes, are kind because of you're traveling with a doctor. <laughs> Lily just is palming the side of her head, just going, God's beyond Cax, what the heck did you do? Okay, so, let me explain before we jump into conclusion. Hey, it's don't ask, don't tell, don't worry about it. <laughs> so, I find, no, do you no. remember that weird um, green human on the oh, store yeah. that was super shady? Yeah, the okay. orc guy, I, I talked around, he's kind of a piece of shit. Yeah, I followed because with my um, amazing detective skills, Mm -hmm. I, I mean, it was tingling, so I, I followed uh, the guy. And I, can I, I interrupt real... you? Can I interrupt you for a minute? And I like, sure. take a finger and just wipe off a little blood. Is this him? It's a little bit of him, yeah. <laughs> That's fair. Continue. <laughs> uh, he was much bigger before I killed. Okay, so from the let beginning. Me, let me guess. He's half the man he used to be now, right? And he wasn't a, much of a man to begin with, right? In in mass, uh, like <laughs> cubic feet, yes. Uh, on uh, a I don't know, unless you can destroy level, matter, he's still the same. I mean, yeah, he's still like the same amount of mass. He's just like, yeah, but you have to hold it. Quiet. You have to hold it together because if you hold it with one, just one hand, you it's half the mass now. Hmm. I mean, you yeah. could use a butter knife to just like. Okay, we are we are getting <laughs> sidetracked. The thing is, I will I will uh, hand um, the the picture I I got of the gnome from his wall, I think. So the guy is spying uh, different uh, females from this uh, place, I guess. And mm. it's it seems super shady, so I keep... I didn't ask, because I forgot that you are supposed to ask before fighting. It's uh, okay. But it's okay, there's guys. a room, there's a room with blood that is very um, shady. So you it's probably okay. should take a look at that, and yeah. we can take conclusions. But I'm pretty sure I did the right thing. I think yeah. I don't doubt you one minute, and even if you didn't do the right thing, if we're I going did to the wrong thing, it's okay. I am sure I can eat the whole thing and leave no proof behind. Um, we'll go with that. Yeah, and if you did the wrong <laughs> thing, um, there's no evidence. You're fine. Did uh, out of character? Did the uh, the warden give us anything like to hail him on if we find anything or? I took just, it. I got his phone number. I was gonna say is you you can patch into the local comms fairly easily. Um, right. Like they've 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 given you the the communications code so you can actually patch into their networks. Should we um, finish investigating what we're looking at right where we are currently before we do that? 
Oh wow, what do you guys what do you have here? Uh we got something that looks like it was blown apart by magic. Looks like a, a very lot of small, magic. Yeah, a lot of magic on a very small humanoid. We are not sure if it's our gal that we're looking for, but I mean she's I'm relying weird. on you two to recognize her because oh <clears throat> you two, Kraos and Kaxos, because uh Willow you and I never saw her, did we? Uh no. Not until these pictures here. Just oh, holds up the little right. That's yeah, true. but we're not gonna we're not gonna be able to recognize her from the blood splatter. Yeah. No, I thought <laughs> yeah, I thought Caxus could recognize her from the taste. Wait a sec. Well Willow says Cax, you said he was taking pictures or something of the the girls. That's how he got this. He has a lot of um, women from. I assume this. Uh, okay, are we in a station? Yes, yeah, we're in a station. Okay, okay. So um, I forgot if we were in a planet or in a station. Oof. Um, you're good. You're good. Yeah, I think it's it's the the women from this station. Really? Or that at, at least uh, happened to be here and he uh, creeped on them. I assume. And uh, out of character, I can tell by like the angle on these photos that they weren't taken with like just a regular camera. They were taken via like the CCT cams. Yeah, it's it's pretty evident that what's been happening here, um, just in, inferring from the angles and the quality, is that he has somehow gained access to station security footage, um, and has somehow, I mean, gained access to like residential room. Uh, cameras like hack people's like individual like arcane networks to like you know even like their own personal stuff has has been like spying on them back right. Gross. Yeah, it's it, there's there's a whole lot of yuck in here. It's 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 very four chan in here. Um, so there is there is all of this sort of like weird hurt locker shit where there's that and then there's like some very disturbing sort of adult materials over here and. Probably the less said about that, the better. I'll leave that up to your imagination. But there is also the secret doorway that he mentioned that is still ajar. So we've, we've gone back and we're looking at it, right? Uh, well, your tokens haven't, but I'm assuming you guys have. Yeah, let's, there's nothing Gals, more we can discern, discern from the uh, the blood smear. But yeah, Will's, Will's going to look at the, the pictures. Are they time-stamped at all? Um, they are. Um, some of them. Some of them been, looks like it maybe has been cropped out, or at least they didn't capture the, the whole field. Um, some of these are fairly recent. Um, a couple of these are a lot rather older, like maybe they've been going back like a period of like two or three years. What about the ones of the, uh, the gnome? Um, the gnome one does not have a timestamp on it, um, but it is like, it's the, the, the material that it was printed out on is not worn. It's still pretty crisp, right? Like it doesn't feel right. like, mm-hmm. you know, this, it's not quite paper. It's almost. It's more like a plastic, but it's kind of got that in-between feel. Um, it's it's fairly crisp, right? Like it doesn't seem like it's been here so long. And you can see there's like yellowing and aging around the the rim of other sheets that have been taken down. Um, you can kind of see like they leave like a, a like a, a corona of like some kind of drug stain on the wall, right? Like smoke. Right. Um, so this one has not been there long enough to really impact on its surface. Where it, where it was located. Turning to the so, computer, to the crazy monitors on the wall. Would I be? Would it be technology or data to try and see if we could rewind some of the cameras to see like anything? These are live feeds. So oh, live feeds. Yeah. So he's not retaining any of this data like as a as a visual record. Mm-hmm. He appears to be taking snapshots out of the feed in real um, time and then just printing them. I see. Uh, this is the room I was talking about that I couldn't see inside. Can I make an investigation check? 
to see if there's wait is this a hidden room or can i well not anymore yeah <laughs> yeah oh okay this was already the hidden room okay I forgot yeah yeah so uh, when Caxos led you back to the area what you saw was basically a big pile of what was essentially just like garbage almost right like it was junk there was like broken stuff and panels and doors and like wood scrap and plaster and all kind of shit just kind of piled together ramshackle like and then there was like this one sheet of like metal that lifted up like a lid and there was a door underneath right so that was like the hidden access panel was down here okay mm -hmm. right so like you lift that up and you you go inside and the inside of this this like rounded area here is the weird ass hurt locker and then it was built onto the side of a container with a concealed wall like the door here which cax already found right mm. um but yeah there, there was no illumination in here before but anybody wants to turn a light on and shine yeah i've shined my flashlight. hand flashlight yeah. that like got dark vision yeah so you are i, I also have dark vision. yeah you are greeted with um a pretty grisly scene here. There is a couple of marked bloodstains in the floor here, and to the right appears to be some kind of what looks like um, like a ritual space or an altar almost, or the remnants of one anyway. Um, the only thing really left is what appears to be some hurriedly scribbled blood writing on the floor and like a broken magic circle. Okay. Can I, can I probably can't read the language, but can I try to look at the altar and see if there's what it was devoted to. Um, from what's left, it's hard to say, but it was probably not a lawful good god. Is any of this scribbling in orc? Um, no, it is not. Um, make a history check for me. History, history. Oh my god, it was... It was an ultra Hatsune Miku! <laughs> Fifteen. Uh, you, you don't know what this is. This language is not familiar to you. Like, just even the, the script type is just kind of like... You're not even sure. Uh, do you want to look at it? Yeah, I can take a look. Sure, go ahead. I've just declared the altars to Hatsune Miku, whether it's correct or not. As any great A investigator does. 22. Okay. All right. Best you can tell, the nearest language to anything that this resembles at all is Rothian. All right. Well, none of us, none of us can read Rothian. I'm going to take a picture, uh, like pull out my like thing. Because... Mm -hmm. One of the tools we have is basically a smartphone plus feature version. Sure. That does a bunch of stuff. I'm just going to take a picture of that and, like, just, you know, get try to get some, like, as good scans as possible so that um, I can either throw them up on, like, a, you know, hollow screen or if need be, we could even throw it into, like, a hollow simulation just so it can, like, you know, so that someone else can investigate it. Sure thing. Yeah. So I'm going to try to get as good a scan as possible. Okay. Did Kratos say uh, anything? Is that any of that allowed? Like the whole Rothian bit? Yeah. As as someone who's like a commercial pilot and's been through space a lot, would Willow have heard about Rothians? Know anything about them? I mean, you can go ahead and make make a history check, but I mean, like honestly, like you wouldn't be a very high DC. The Roth are pretty common. Right. Like at least in stories. Yeah. So you you know that there's a fair amount of legend and there's also a fair amount of truth to the stories of Rothians. You know that they're uh, pretty pretty vicious uh, enemies to face in combat. Um, you know that they probably don't actually uh, just come in the night and snatch up kids uh, who don't eat their vegetables. Um, and you also know that you definitely don't want to be alone in a room with one uh, unarmed if you value your skin. 
Um, Valerie thoroughly believes that they do, in fact, snatch you up if you don't eat your vegetables, and it is why she still eats her vegetables to this day. Oh, bless your heart. Bless. Why would anyone not eat their vegetables? Oh, because if you don't, Rothians. Because <laughs> some people Roth- don't like the taste of vegetables. If the Rothians are involved, and this is definitely a lot more than just some creepers creeping on girls. Yeah. This, yeah. This went from creepy to actual bad like okay not that creepy's not an actual actual like massive multiple people life-threatening scenario like legitimately like oof this 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 could go really bad this went from creeper to cult is there any other or can i try to check any other doors or uh no there's a couple of like crates in here what's in the crates uh, it's why smash we find out? <laughs> I pull out my Bowie knife and I try to open a crate. <laughs> my void Bowie knife. Because I feel like I need to, like... I mean, I have two big wrenches. <laughs> and a high strength I just one. slide it in and pop! And I didn't check it for traps, so what? So do I need to make a dex save? Alright, um, I can. Okay, which one are you opening? Can you indicate to me? Uh, are they... Okay, um... I'm gonna go with the one right next to Kareos because my token's not moved into the room, but that's where I should be. Okay, there you go. You're one you're on top of now. Yes. yes. All right. Uh, so, up. yeah, do in fact actually make me a dex saving throw, please. <laughs> oh yeah, call it. Um, um, twenty-one. Cool. So, um, as you basically as you activate the latch to open up this box. Um, there is like a, a sort of a hiss, like a, like a pneumatic servo winding up, and it gives you just enough of lead time to spring backwards and avoid getting hit by the door panel falling forward and hitting you in the head. Um, so having missed that, the rest of the box, like the, the lid of it actually opens upwards, um, and inside you see a partially completed Rothian cosplay sized for an orc. I will. I'm going to pull it out. <clears throat> it will what? activate Divine Sense. Uh, you don't... Let's see. You work on Fiends, Undead, and Celestials. Celestials. The, okay, no, you don't You don't sense anything uh, with that. I think Fade, too, because I am... I don't, I don't, I'm not sure right now. It does work. It works on uh, Fiends, Undead, Bay, and Celestials. I know this because I'm... My other game, our paladins use it a bit to uh, yeah, but suss I think out that... that our big bats are actually fairies. I All think right. the Fae is only because I am Oath of the Ancients. That sounds right. Um, in any event, no, you, your, your, your Divine Sense does not ping off of anything. Okay. Um, this is, to all appearances, a costume, handmade. Um, it is fabric and metal and some weird kind of, like, processed leather substitute, maybe? Um, and- I investigate that leather, and I'm going to regret it if I roll high, I feel like. Yeah, I mean, go ahead and roll your investigation. Can you put me a plus four on there? 16. Uh, yeah, so this looks like a synthetic. Uh, it looks like an Im- imitation um, a form of, like, basically some kind of an ungulate leather. Like, it's it's almost cow, but not quite. But it's also synthetic, almost cow, but not quite. Okay, right? the fact that it's synthetic is what I really wanted. Okay, thank you. I was fully ready to, like, run into a no, nightmare right. scenario. So, so what you've got here is essentially, like, it, it looks like there's a skin suit um, made out of some kind of, like, flexible material, possibly synthane, um, 
there are like molded resin pieces that imitate like the bone structure and projections and like the the brain case, the skull of the Rothian. Um, the oh, he, he was like into like into into cosplay. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Like he was into it. He made a Rothian person. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> Precisely that. Yes. He's so, a Rothy. Uh, Right. Yeah, he's Rothy. He's he was Rothy. Um, so does anybody yeah. else want to open the other ones, or should I get to it? Um, how do these crates look? Are they just like they have a singular, singular sort of like latch up like that, or do three they them, sort of like close like that? Yeah, three of them just have a very simple actuator, like to open and close them. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the fourth one actually has like a marking on the side of it. It looks like some kind of a fruit. Oh, I thought that was like a nightstand with a fruit on it. I didn't realize that was the crate. Okay, I want to check that one out. Could I, first I want to inspect it for traps. Oh, you can go ahead and inspect it for traps. Is that investigation or? Uh, uh, yeah, yeah. Right, so 13. Uh, you do not detect any traps. All right, uh, uh, what is the lock? Is it like a manual lock or is it a sort of hack thing? Like, do we, did it, we? Yeah, no, we, it, is a, it is a digital combination lock. Did we ever rule what my, my thieves tools were? They were like digital or what they were? So thieves tools for for mechanical mundane locks, um, a, a you would need like in this case you can just use the keypad to try and force entry, like brute force it using your data check. Right. Um, but you can also pick you can pick up, and I don't think you I don't know if you did or not. You can pick up a a, a rig, an interface rig to actually do data hacking. I don't think I bought one, but I, that, wait a bit, that just does that come in my spacer? Uh, yes, I have a. It comes in my spacious pack. Okay, cool. Then then you're covered. Uh, in any event, you would be able to use either the, the interface rig or you would be able to use the data pad. Okay, what is that role-wise? Is it, uh... It's a uh, data check. Right, does that do anything to it? Does it add anything to it? Do you have proficiency in the... Sc- oh, are you talking about the uh, the kit? Yeah. Oh, uh... Interface hops. rig. Yeah, one second. I will get that for you. Super quick. Okay. I will uh, talk to Val and say we should probably uh, inform Kala. No, it's, your... it, it's not, it doesn't indicate that there's a um, mechanical bonus for that. Oh, okay, so it's just a straight data check then. Yeah. That's a very good idea, Kaxos. Um, you, should, you should definitely try and call her real quick. The interface rig is basically for like when you have to hack a system that doesn't have an access panel attached to it already, right? So most of the systems that you'll want to hack are going to have a console or a data pad or something to log into, right? Some right. kind of... For those systems that don't have uh, a terminal to get at, right? Like if you're in the back of a server and you're trying to hack into it without having to get into like log into anything, like you would you would plug in your own here, right? right. That's how that's how the interface rig is supposed to act. Okay, and that's a lot of it on data check. Uh, okay, um, yeah, it's 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 a no go this time. Um, it buzzes angrily, but it doesn't lock you out. Here, let um, me let me take a shot. Right ahead. It buzzes angrily no. twice and still does not lock. All right. Uh, it might be an old military code. Let me try it. Before, before we do. Two, I'm doing it plus two. One, two, if you need a smite. Four, five. Okay, put it, I'll put it in mine. I mean, we can't just blow up the crate. I got an 18. All right. <laughs> what's, the co- what's the combination, Dr. Boucher? Uh, the combination is uh, 24601. Sure. All right, uh, so it cracks open. There is a hiss, and an actinic white light shines inside, and there is an ex- like an outgassing of like condensation or fog. You see, and... guys, I, I figured out that was the code because it was like six digits, and he's got like like of all the like pretty girl pictures, 
He's also got like six or seven lame his posters up, okay? Like the dude's a fucking nerd. <laughs> okay. So inside you find a six pack of limited edition crash with some like weird cartoon character that you don't recognize on the cover or on the can. Um, there's there's six of them. It's a six pack. Um, does the cartoon character have blue hair? It does now. <laughs> I'll let y'all get to work on the character design later. Um, but for right now, just know that you now have six cans of Crash. Um, and also, there is a small container with um, two live roaches. Mm-hmm. They appear to be dormant, not dead. Um, apparently, keeping them in cold storage like this uh, keeps them alive, but in like hibernation state. Mm-hmm. So they last longer. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna take since Cact- uh, cactus. Did you? Uh, you said you were gonna call her, right? No, I said that someone should because I don't have a radio. <laughs> <laughs> I'll do it. I mean, yes. this kind of weird primitive hive mind where you have to verbally communicate your thoughts to the rest of the group—it's so annoying. I know I have to get used to. I promise I will. We'll just but I sparks and we'll just sparks and taps her calm. Hey, Kala. I was going to tap her comment. It's possible uh, Kala took a nap or forgot to turn her mic back on. Hey, Kala, come in. Kala, you taking a cat nap? <laughs> mm-hmm. I th- think she might be, in fact. Oh my gosh, she fucking did. Oh. <laughs> yeah, she's probably out of that's, range trying that's, to end that. That's pretty sus. Somebody better go check that out. Yeah, she's probably just out of range for a sec. I'll go check it out. She's the vent. Oh. <laughs> Meanwhile, uh, Willow was going to go over to the computers. This is a wall of like monitors and crazy shit. It's gonna try and get back to like a home screen of some kind. Um, these are sort of like static feeds. Um, they're kind mm-hmm. of like toggled on and off, and not. Um, it's it's not like you can get back to like a home screen or anything. These are just like patched in from somewhere. Right. right? Like so. he has to have like a like a like a just a set PC that he uses for this stuff. Um, wherever that may be, it doesn't appear to be in this room. I'm gonna see if I can invest, like, uh, actually, you know what? I, we haven't done this yet. Let's go through the asshole's pockets. Okay. Right. See if he's got anything on him that can help out. Uh, you find, okay. Do I need to do that, or? Well, I mean, just, if, you can take your time with it, so it's not like you have to really, like, beat it, but if you, go ahead and make your investigation check, and if you get really good, then we'll see what happens. Okay. So we can see what happens. Nine. Okay, so you find his wallet, and you find in one pocket a crumpled up collection of snack bags. Um, you also find um, what looks like a small data card, possibly used to uh, open another door. Huh. It looks it looks like the kind of like a ba- like an access card or something. All right. Um, you you also find in, in the wallet uh, you find a credit card. Mm-hmm. And take the little key card and just go like. It's just like it's useful for our task at hand. Mm-hmm. Among us, reference. Uh, yeah, the the uh, the credit card when you scan it has five hundred credits on it. Mm-hmm. All right, let's check the rest of these crates. I'm gonna look and see if there's any like any sort of door around here that I can use with this little this little like swipe card. Well, she's looking. I'm popping open crates. <laughs> okay. Uh, all right. So you opened up the refrigerated crate with the crash and the roaches, right? Mm-hmm. And you've opened Pocketed up the crash and the roaches. Okay, um, and you've left the um, oh, and you've opened up the Rothian cosplay box. Okay, uh, which one are you opening next? I'm gonna just uh, I throw my dagger, whichever one sticks in this one I open. <laughs> Fine. Okay. 
I, I, okay, I'll, I, the one right next to me. The one right next. I I just moved my, the mouse around a bunch and then held it down. There, the one I'm currently on top of. All right. Okay. Um. So that one, there is a distinct smell of like lubricant and and like rubber coming off of this off of this cart when you open it up. Um, oh fuck yeah. Yeah. <laughs> there's there are harnesses and protruding things and curly things and sharp things and wet things and hot things and sparky things and fuzzy things and claspy things and tie me up things and tie you down things and just all of the things in this box. It is a party in a crate. I pocket the sparky. <laughs> okay, um, go ahead and add a stun baton as the weapon to your inventory. Yeah. <laughs> all right. Okay. I'll pull up the stats. Thank you. I didn't expect that that, that to actually work. So like, <laughs> it was either that or the fuzzy things. Okay. All right. While Val is investigating that crate, I'll open the other one. Honestly, I might just take the whole crate. <laughs> Look, it, it reminds Val of a collection that she had assorted when she was okay. So, what's in the other crate? Uh, nothing, actually. The third crate is completely empty. Third crate is... It's where he kept all of his shame. <laughs> That's where it's <laughs> empty. Yeah, no, the third crate is completely empty. However, you do notice there is a access latch from the inside. <sighs> like an access latch that would indicate it. It would open it from the inside. Oh. Okay. okay. Oh, Does this wait. one smell like lube, too? Uh, no, it currently smells of antiseptic and as much as it smells like much of anything, which is nothing. Um, so yeah, it's, it, it doesn't smell hardly at all, but it, it, what, what is there is just like a cleaner, maybe, antiseptic. That's not suspicious at all. No, not at all. I love how I made nine rooms of shit for you guys to figure out, and you guys have spent two episodes in one room, <laughs> in one area. It's great. There's... I'm gonna look for. I'm looking for the uh, the door that this key might go to. This key card. Okay. Well, it's not in this space as you can that you've been able to determine. There's no hidden, no more hidden doors in here. Um, you've kind of like reached the the edge of everything here. Uh, it doesn't appear to be anything else to see in this space. This Zork um, was a shopkeeper. Yeah, yeah I was he, thinking. He ran a he ran a little tent, uh, like a fenced goods. Um, and miscellaneous tchotchkes and stuff, uh, tent. It, it was like around He's, there, yeah, right? Yeah, right down there is, is where he was setting up I, shop. I will head that way. Yeah, well, okay. it's like, like, yeah, I was thinking about that. Just leans oh, back. She we leans should back. probably check the shop just in case. Yeah, one sec, I'll get the girls, or everybody, and then just leans okay. back. Okay. Eval, Eval Karos holds up the card. Cax uh, and I think this might go to something in his shop. I think we should take a look. Yeah. Let's go. Sort of spins the card in her fingers and then just starts walking that way. While they're there, she's going to try and get Kala on the comms again. Um, it looks like Kala may uh, not be doing so hot right now, so we will just leave leave off on her for right now and get back to her when she is available. Can we, All right. can we so, write um, Sage, just in case? Yeah, well, you can send him a message in the Discord if you want to. But Yeah, I will. Oh, anyway. That's good. So, are you going to be making an investigation check for the the storefront, somebody? Sure. Yeah, let's take a look. Okay. Thirteen, a little better than last time. All right. Um, well, you get some odd looks from the patrons of the the little bar area next to you. Um, they're all kind of like sitting on like stacked up 
boxes of like overturned crates, like shipping crates and things. Um, so, Willow, your investigation, um, you don't turn up anything super interesting. Um, like, you do notice that he does seem to have an unusually large number of like secondhand jewelry uh, for sale. And, uh, Karos, you notice, um, like, kind of tucked away in the back corner behind, like, his stool that he would sit on all the time, mm-hmm. um, there's, like, a duffel bag or a satchel or some kind, um, that's, like, half open still, that he didn't, he didn't take it with him. What's in it? Okay, so, um, going inside of it, actually, you can see there is, like, it's best described as, like, a garbage ghillie suit, almost. It's basically just like a, a big poncho or something, but it's bedecked with garbage. It's like, like it's camo. garbage camo. Yeah, it is basically garbage camo. Wow. Um, yes. So there is that. Um, there is also a like a small jewelry bag, um, like one of those velvet bags that's used to hold jewelry in, um, and there is an assortment of mismatched like necklaces and rings and things in the bottom of that satchel. Do any of the rings have engraving? Um, no. Um, one of them has like a little pattern, but it's not like actual like it's not like anything written. It's just like a texture pattern. Right. Um, it's just it's just kind of like a swirl, right? Looks you notice that it. most of the rings tend to be very simple uh, and largely. Um, most of them seem to be gold. Interesting. Just gonna look to Kratos and Dal and go. All right. Well, we've got a lead at least on this. Just wonder. Can I look at the fo- look at the photos again? Can I sort of maybe like discern wait maybe where they were like where she was in these photos? Um. I mean, it's it's really hard to tell from here. Like the the way that the camera angle was taken here. And the way that the, the the capture was zoomed in and cropped out, like it looked like they really right. wanted to get the attention on the face. So you can see a wall, but it looks a lot like that wall right there. But it also looks rather like that wall over there. Right. Mm-hmm. Uh, um, I will jump on top of the highest. I mean, climb on top of the highest structure here and try to look over the stuff. If, if anything catches my eye, maybe like fly around. You know, like a. Um, okay, well, you're, you're causing from... a bit of a scene here. Um, the, the the marketplace is not really, like, super keen on you flapping, like, all over the place like a big gnat. Um, <laughs> I'm sure to get our looks from the shopkeepers here. Right, unless anyone on my team wants to tell me that's inappropriate, I, I will stay on the way. Cax, Cax, she just kind of like just waves and just like, come back down, dude. Kind of making but, a scene. Uh, I may see I may see something from the high ground because high ground always give you advantage. I saw it in a movie, yeah. the right. only movie I've seen. It was right. that right, but, but <laughs> right, but high ground when you're as big and as brilliantly red as you are makes you kind of uh, stand out a little more and might alert the person we're after. Plus, you're kind of making this kind of the kind of spooking the locals, so you're, that might also kind of tip them off. You're sneaky and, and, and nimble. Maybe you should do it. You're not wrong. Is there any? Does it look like there's anywhere I could parkour off of? I mean, what exactly is it you're intending to do? When you like, I just I hear what you're saying, but I mean, like, to what end are you doing this? Are you literally just like bouncing around the walls in the hopes that you'll hit something interesting? No, 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 no. I mean, I wanna get to a a high place and look uh, around. I mean, if I see. Okay. So. I mean, the streets, the I, I containers, say, the ceilings, yeah. the stuff. 
Right, so what you've got basically is you've got like maybe like eight or nine, ten feet high, um, like rooftop air, like tarps over here, right over the surfaces. Um, these containers, the shipping containers here are like a, a, like a 15 foot tall container. So like climbing up on one of these would give you a little bit of a vantage point. Um, there's like two, there's one right here and one right here. Yeah, that's, I mean, basically what I want to get is to see as much as possible from the area, just to see if anything catches my eye, like uh, mm-hmm. foot, I mean, footsteps, it would be like unlikely to see it from that height and stuff. But I mean, the same way they found uh, the blood thing, stuff like that, weird stuff. Yeah, okay. Um, I mean, you, you're able to get up there, like you, you can get up uh, as high as you need to because you're climbing speed, but um, go ahead and, and make a perception check then. Yeah, no, I'm, I, I expressed it. It's okay. We got there. So, 17. No, 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 sorry. Uh, 15. Okay. Um, you don't see anything else really of note in this area. Like, nothing else is really standing out as being suspicious looking or uh, questionable. Okay. Um, I will say, uh, last thing that you do, do you find, uh, Boom Squid, uh, you do find evidence of a peacock feather uh, stuck to one of the necklaces that is. Uh, in the bag of um, like random assorted jewelry, um, it's a little one. It's like a little like under feather, but mm-hmm. it's it's definitely uh, it's got that kind of like metallic blue green uh, indicative of like peacock coloration. Okay, so I tell everybody else that, and like, I mean, these were probably stolen, unsurprisingly. Yeah, but I think we can. Yeah, I think we can call uh, the warden now. Let them know what's happening. Yeah. So the station's got like a warden or a sheriff. What was, what was their name again? Oh, so there's Aleph. There, the Aleph. station. Yeah, the station mm-hmm. security head here is Aleph. Right. I remember you said that it was similar to the other security head we met, Seraph, but just didn't remember which version it was. Right, yeah, they, they talk, um, but uh, only so much of your reputation precedes you here, and they they kind of need to see for yourself or for themselves about what you can really do here. Um, right. But in any case, he's got a more favorable disposition than he would have otherwise. Right. Will's gonna hail him on comps. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Chief Aleph. Yes. It's uh, it's uh, Willow Honolly. That's uh, the uh, I guess Ooh. Merc. I guess that you were talking to about like finding the the gnome, the warlock. Oh, uh, oh, oh, yeah. Uh, oh, yeah. How's that working out for you? Well, we we do have a lead. We also have another. Uh, issue we might have stumbled onto as well. So we got a two for the price of one thing here going on. No, oh, that's all I need. What happened now? Uh, we're down here in, uh, what was what was this area called again? Oh, it's, uh, what did I say it was? The Crate Town or something like that? Uh, uh, either Dock City or Cargo Town. Dock City. I think it was Dock City. Yeah, we're down here in uh, Dock City. We found, uh, uh, we'll call it, uh, it's hard to really call it something. It's, it's weird is what it is. Some some guy who might be fen- might have been fencing stolen jewelry and also uh, spying on the ladies around here via the CCT cams and maybe involved with some Rothian shit. We found an altar and some some writing on in Rothian in blood. That's a whole lot you just threw at me all at one time. Hang on a minute, I'll be right there. Yeah, sorry. Nash. Wow. Yeah. Uh, okay, so. Don't drink him. Yeah, I'm done. I'm going to mute that for you guys in post-production. Thank you. What? He said he's going to mute that for this prop. Thanks, babe. Sorry. Okay. I Look, I almost had chicken pants, so I wouldn't have anything that was you know, right. too tight. Right. I almost just didn't wear pants at all. All right. So, Seraph 
like practically materializes almost behind you. Like he comes very, very quickly. Um, like out from behind. Well, you're not really sure, but somewhere. Um, but yeah, he he gets there way faster than he has any right to be getting there. Um, so what have we got? All right. Well, first off, I'm gonna lead him over to where we found the the blood the blood pattern. Mm-hmm. Right here. We found this. The the uh, radius and the just the burn patterning suggests that this was a really large explosion of force magic on a very small individual. Mm. So not really sure how that not really sure how that worked out. All right. But he will, will ooze through that narrow space and just like kind of blorp onto the other side and. He will reach down with a pseudopod and like touch the chunky salsa. Mm-hmm. Um, there will <laughs> be the voice. there there will be kind of like a rippling and a changing of hue from the contact. Um, and as he draws himself up, he actually starts to shrink at the same time. Um, and momentarily, you see what appears to be a small, probably female humanoid with really wide, long ears. And like the ex- he can't really replicate an expression so much, um, but it's like a big, wide mouth and long, wide, wide ear and very short and kind of stocky. Hmm. He's replicating based on the DNA in the blood. Yeah. So, can we so, tell what this would be? Yeah. So go ahead and go ahead and make an insight check uh, and see if you can suss out what it what it is he's uh, <laughs> he's trading as here. Right. Eight. I mean, it could be a gnome. It could be a gnome. They're the right size. They got the right kind of ears. It could be a gnome. <laughs> it could be a gnome. <laughs> it very well be a gnome. It was a humanoid. Mm-hmm. Just it was a small attention. humanoid. Mm-hmm. So, like, right now, I'll just, like, imagine, like, well, I don't really have any good gnome, like, examples of Mises' artwork, but I guess, like, Yubnub or something, right? That's what we yeah. all rolled, like... I don't know. Do you have any sexy gnomes, Yui, that you can think of offhand? If they have like... the same structure, like, than a goblin, I have a lot of them. <laughs> <laughs> well, they're both small-sized humanoids, and I know you don't do anything without big ears. Exactly. And, and uh, we all know that... Uh... If this is based off Yui's art, then I already know what it looks like, because if I'm not mistaken, there was a Twitter post he made where he described the goblins he drew just like his Spanish well... accent, thick as hell and sexy. Right. Well, my I guess my point being is like that's not the art that I was using for the warlock. Um, mm-hmm. I was using one of Aya's pieces, which is actually like it's the the Lilia pin art. So because it's a it's a, um, she's she's actually a, a uh, one with all warlock. So hmm. we're using Lilia's or we're using Aya's warlock class for oh, her. Nice. Anyway. Anyways, that, that's that's what you get from from his genetic analysis is uh, short, thick. Big ears, probably female, um, definitely a small-sized creature, humanoid. All right. So we're looking for a gnome, right? Yep. Well, we were. I mean, this. what do you think? I mean, well, I think we found the gnome's jelly. Mm-hmm. So what happened to the, what happened to the, uh, the container? She was supposed to have a container. I'm not sure. Might have been pulled off her when she became jelly. We're going to have to search yeah. the station. Yeah, it could have been, could have been fenced off here. The, like I said, the... The, cre- the creeper we found seems to be fencing stolen jewelry from ladies. Aside from his weird business of, cre- of capturing photos on the CCT cams. Yeah, you mentioned that mess. Right. I'm just gonna. I'm gonna go take a look. Where was that? You said it was. Right over here. I'm just gonna lead him over. Okay. Yep. All right. So, 
Aleph as a tiny jelly gnome goblin, whatever the fuck it is, mm -hmm. um, is uh, unusually like hiptastic. Like he sways when when he walks. Like the 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 center of mass has shifted so much that literally like the hips are like like a jelly pendulum <laughs> almost when they walk. Yeah, like like, dummy like that one like that one scene in Flubber. So he's got incredible. Oh, Pixar animated him. Got you. <laughs> yeah. Um, okay, so he doesn't clap cheeks quite so bad. That was a stealth check, but um, but yes, he's, it, there's a lot of sway in them hips uh, as 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 he walks in form. Um, so yeah, he'll come check out the hurt locker, and you'll see it as he looks around and like kind of takes in the carnage. Uh, you can see like just shivers of revulsion, like traveling, rippling down the jelly, um, and like okay, well we're gonna have to suss out where these feeds are being hacked in from. Um, mm -hmm. I'll I'll get the engineering people on this one immediately. Thanks for pointing this out. You said there was some kind of what the fuck? <laughs> yep. Yep. Like yep. You, you literally, like as he's walking into the other room and encounters the Rothian suit for the first time, you hear mm -hmm. him exclaim. <laughs> yeah, that was that was our yeah. reaction. Um. By the way, is anybody on staff who can read Rothian? By the way, there's a crate out there that I'm gonna have uh, transported to my ship. I will have to check that before you are able to take it. That's, That's yeah. fair. I will let you check it first. I just want to watch you check it because I like seeing people blush. <laughs> uh, that's that's all fine. Look, we need to find that crate. Can y'all please spread out, check the station, to see if you can find that box. All right. All right. I'll, I'll wrap up the investigation over here with this, this right. jelly. This. Uh, right. We're gonna need somebody to go with Caxos because Caxos refuses to use radio. I I yeah. I will use a radio if you give me one. But then one of us have to give up our radio for Caxos. Wait, do we uh, not? Oh. Fine. I have um, one built into. I have one built in anyway. So it's spare. I'll I'll make sure make sure to point out to Aleph where the uh, the altar was with the weird creepy Rothian stuff and blood. Yeah. Like yeah, I saw that and like yeah, this went from a creeper to a possibly cult stuff. And with yeah. the weird Rothian suit thing, it got even weirder. Do you find anything else of note here? Um, aside from aside from that, uh, not really sure. Didn't really. I was trying to see if he had like a personal like cam, like a personal computer or anything like that, but I couldn't find anything. Make a deception. I was gonna hold up the card. Oh well, you neglected to mention the card, so I figured you were trying to hold out on him. No, it's it's, it's evidence. It's like, yeah, but you didn't mention did... it. That's why I was saying is because you didn't mention it. There's like nothing else. It's like I was that, about to. That's okay. He's <laughs> like, well, we did. I did when I was looking over his, his stuff. I did find this on his person. He holds up the the card. Mm. Not sure. I haven't been able to find the door for it though. We thought it might be in his in his uh, in his little shop there, but we only found was just the duffel bag full of jewelry. And one of them looks, yeah, it was back at his uh, back at his stand. It looked like it had been stolen. We found one with like a peacock feather on it, so it might be like an abiara or a kenku or something like that. Is missing some jewelry. Yeah, you'll see. Actually, when you mention the peacock feather, you'll see his head kind of like snap back, like, huh. Um, uh, yeah, actually, I got a lead for you on that one. You might want to go check out the gym. Um, there's, there's a yoga instructor up there that might want to talk to. All right. All right. Yeah, we'll probably head that way shortly. Yeah, we'll probably refer, uh, you should probably refer her back to your office then. It's got to get processed, I'm guessing. I mean, if that scum was fencing stolen property and had one of her necklaces, then yeah, we'll be the ones to return it to her. For right, right. now, just go and make sure that she's okay and make sure there's nothing else untoward's happening there. 
Got it. Willow uh, hands over the card, the scan card. Okay. And I will see if I can figure out what this goes to. Okay. All right. Cool. Chase down that lead and then see if we can't find that uh, that the case. All right. Yep. So um, we're going to actually travel like the long way between maps. So in order to reach uh, the gym, the gym is in lawful neutral. You guys are now in chaotic evil. Um, you're going to have to go either through all the evils and up to lawful neutral or up to uh, chaotic neutral and then through the neutrals. I want to go through the neutral. Okay. Also, so, wait, wait. Which, which direction was she headed when we were doing the loop around the system? Following the static on the, the cameras? I think you went right in clock, like a kind of a clockwise motion. Yeah, she was she was going in that sort of motion, so we were going to be behind her. So, if this is the case, then we should go through whichever whichever one of those was uh, that direction. Uh, well, that's none of them because that's that's all the lawfuls. Um, you started like at uh, um, lawful neutral, and then you went to lawful evil, and then you went down to neutral or yeah, no, chaotic neutral, and then to chaotic. so. All right, I will show you where your path trip took you from. So you started here. Well, no, you, Willow, and Valerie started here in Chaotic Good with the um, with the Mecca. You regrouped with the others briefly here. You met the dog. And when it came time to meet up with Ops, you went to Lawful Good here. So mm-hmm. top, top left. And then you followed the static signal from here, clockwise through here, down to here, to the Barbaritum in Chaotic Neutral. And then mm-hmm. straight south from there into um, Chaotic Evil, which is Doc City. Mm-hmm. So, in, in, yeah, so it's on the other side center, lawful neutral position for the gym and Merc Alley. So you can either go up back one to the Barbaritum and then travel through the reactor spine center and then go west to the Merc Alley and then the gym, or you can go through um, loose slots and then Club Plastique and then up to Merc Alley. You know what? Let's go through the bottom ones. Yeah. Yeah. Also, as soon as that guy's away, like, I'm going to pull the two roaches and boxes out. Mm-hmm. Uh, did they wait? Have they woken up yet? I mean, they're moving around in the box, but they're not, like, doing much. They're, um, just, they're just kind of existing. And I primeval awareness for some basic communications with bugs. I don't know what to make of that, but okay, let's go. What are you trying to communicate with them? Um, what are you? <laughs> um, you basically get an echo back with a, an ominous undertone and kind of a distorted, what are you? Um, what do you want? It's going to repeat back to you. Like, it doesn't have an intellect to speak of, really, um, but it's very confused by you. Like, it understands that it is in the presence of something that is beyond its comprehension, but that's not very hard considering that it's, like, a bug with an intelligence of 0.5. Oh, you can be a Dwarlock patron. Yes, I can be a Dwarlock patron. <laughs> what I roll to be with this folk Dwarlock patron. <laughs> um, hmm. What I grants nature is, powers this bug. I'm assuming we've walked out of just like the, the place we're not in view of Alan at this point, like you said, right? Right. So if you're if you're going if you're going through the the bottom row, then we're gonna yeah we're gonna move over to um, loose slots. Hmm. I put the bugs. I'm like we'll talk later. And I put it, the little boxes full of bugs back in my pocket. 
All right. So, um, greeting you as you arrive uh, in the station access point for uh, this area of the, bu- the building is um, a rather shapely human appearing, mostly uh, android in a large hoop skirt and a corset. Um, she has like long flowing red hair. Um, it's like done up in a half bun, and her bosoms are pushed up to her chin, metaphorically. Uh, and she says, Welcome to Loose Slots, y'all! Probably. I'm a sir. <laughs> uh, we're, just, we're just passing through, right? Yeah, we're, we're yeah. just passing through, don't worry. We're, we're just passing through, don't even mind us. Oh, well, that's a shame. We're gonna be We here have the finest VR sex suites, gambling, craps, cards. Yeah, I think we just passed Dancing? may come back for cards in a bit, but nothing else really, you know, we, we don't need anything else. I'm, yeah, we're I'm, not, I'm just a game. We're not leaving. Once we get this done, if we're not in a hurry after that, I don't know. Well, we're she'll like wave, wave a hand over your protestations and like the door here opens up and you can see and hear beyond the lights and sound of the casino floor. You know, dozens of slot machines and like roulette tables, and there's a couple of like hollow spheres with like betting numbers and race information happening. Um, like on the displays on the walls, you can see there's basically what amount to like live venue blood sport and also dogfighting championships. That's your stimulus. Um, I was, I was like about to ask. the blood sports, I'm fine with, but as soon as I see the dogfight, I'm just like. I no, look no, no. down and just Starship. Like... Starship dogfighting. Okay. Oh. Oh, that's... okay. Wasn't okay. clear. Wasn't clear. Starship dogfighting. As in Top Gun. <laughs> oh yeah. my god. Okay. okay. Sorry. No. Like like fighter craft. Okay. Okay. Different. Very different, different blood sports. sports. Yeah, it's, okay. it's it's Yeah, one of them is more gladiatorial, the other one is more like zip zoom dodge. I make a mental note to bring Willow back here to make some bets on some Lakshane mech fighting. Um, mm-hmm. Oh, I can't. Yeah, it's a little bit X-Wing, a little bit Demolition Derby. Will uh, looks over to, to Cax, and is Cax sort of like a moth right now, just like being drawn towards the lights? <laughs> uh, no, because none of the inspiration that went to Cax is like any sort of... Um, I'm joking, light. I'm joking. But no, yeah, but I mean, but it's clearly uncomfortable at all the noise and colors. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, so yeah. there is there is a service access way through. Uh, and uh, around sort of both zones through here, um, okay. but you still have to, yeah, you still have to negotiate your way around, um, like the cryopod chamber here, where people who like it cold can get it, get in there, um, and there is, <laughs> yeah, there, um, there's like two like wall like partition style walls like um, here and here that kind of like separate the fields. Um, and then the way out is through here to the next zone. Um, along the way, if you decide not to go through the service tunnel, um, there is a small VR parlor area with some couches and a couple of VR machines. Um, so you can plug in and have yourself a nice little sensory uh, pseudo experience. Uh, there's the bar area down here with uh, dancers and also perhaps uh, Ladies of negotiable affection, and also gentlemen of negotiable affection, and entities of negotiable affection. As you can see through the doorway, uh, there is an amoeboid of indeterminate gender, uh, kind of jelly wobbling around on the table, in what you suppose is probably a very erotic dance for an amoeboid. I've seen that movie. Um, but basically, looks like. Let me, I'm going to find a 
find a GIF for you so you kind of have an idea. <laughs> service tunnel. Service tunnel. Service tunnel. Service tunnel. Through the station. Oh god. You know, Sorry, I, I got find distracted that... looking at jiggling, jiggling jello. <laughs> see, my favorite thing about that episode is that <laughs> we see, actually see Aang displaying earthbending before he's mastered waterbending. Because when he tells Katara that he'd rather kiss her than die, you can just tell he's digging a hole at inhuman speeds. Oh, yeah. Anyway, so that's, oh, that's, how, hot. that's the layout of the place. Service tunnel? Service tunnel. tunnel. Oh. Yeah, see, I, I gotta imagine more like this gift. Yeah, combination. Just more wobbling. It's funny, and you got it. Uh, oh. Boy, I'm old. That's so good. I love it. Such a good movie. Oh Such God. a good movie. I remember the original of that, like the movie that that was based off of, the Absent-minded Professor, like the original mm -hmm. Disney one from the '60s. Mm -hmm. That shit was well, ridiculous. Anyway, um, service. Okay, we so goes service, service tunnel, tunnel, but like Val definitely like just like takes a second to hesitate and look, or, like just. Lingers a little bit, just like as now you can as come back we, later. As right. we're walking, I don't, I don't need to. to. As we're walking, before we got into, Willow see her trying to talk to the bugs, to the roaches. Dude, Willow, you definitely make probably a, saw me talking. Make a, to yeah, the I was bugs. gonna say make a perception check, but yes. I'm not hiding that from Willow. <laughs> Are you using speak with animals? No, I'm using primeval awareness, 15. which lets me like roughly communicate. Roughly communicate, yeah. I don't think um, you need a perception check, Willow. I'm honestly, if you ask what I'm doing, I'll show you. Right. Oh, oh. Do you, do you need, do you need to speak with them? Because I can speak with animals. Actually, Cax, if you want to speak with them, try to figure out. I'm just trying to figure out what they are, and they just echoed it back to me because they think I'm some sort of eldritch horror. And it's like I hand Cax the like the roaches in the little boxes. I will got to speak with animals. Um, gentlemen, um, they scream. <laughs> uh, they scream like cockroaches. Can I communicate in a? I mean, what kind of bugs are they? Do, can I assume they are like? Hey, Jesse, can, I make, they are... can I make a, a nature check? To these no. Okay. Are? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, go ahead, make a nature check because for crying out loud, now that you I've should know. Now that I've convinced Cactus to waste a spell <laughs> slot, could you just like? They, they, um, they. You get the distinct impression that they think they're in the presence of their god right now, Caxos. <laughs> I am their god. No, 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 Caxos. <laughs> yeah, Caxos is their god. They, don't, they didn't know what to make of you, Caxos. At least they think they understand. <laughs> so Caxos is just a big giant. It makes so much more sense to them. Honestly, you're right. Yeah, big, big, soft, two-legged thing. Like, what the fuck are you? Um, anyway, yeah. So you know that these are like the kind of roaches that you eat to get high to make a jump with. Like these are like the actual like oculoris. What is it? Uh, Oculori rotavitis. Rotavitis. Um, you eat them to make warp jumps. They are Wait, basically. You use them to make warp jumps? Yeah, you eat them. You eat them, they... and and the moment of their death, they release a kind of a psychic energy that allows you to peer through the mists of time and make a very precise warp jump. They are basically a much more murdery version of spice. Yeah, I don't. Um, I you can never read Dune. You can get addicted to eating roaches. Uh, roach okay. addiction is absolutely a thing. Well, so, um, they're, so... They're, for when you don't have. A... For when you don't have a flight plan or the astrogation spell hand, this helps you guide a ship in the black without crashing into a star or something. 
They okay, will so... ask them how long they've been here. Uh, they don't understand the question and wouldn't really be able to tell you if they could. They've been in hibernation for oh. a while. Um, they just know that they were in a dark, cold place, and then they went to sleep, and then they woke up, and they were here. Um, Do you want me to ask them anything? Well, tell them, uh, tell them that their god bids them farewell for now. Rest. Why? Uh, why? I'm, I'm grabbing them like, these are good for navigation. Uh, would Willow know that these things are what they what you do with these things? To, uh, I mean, you're a spacer. Yeah. You, like, you don't really need a high DC to know what roaches are. Like, they're a pretty ubiquitous sight along the spaceways. <laughs> like, spacers will... use these pretty commonly. Yeah. There's you... slightly addictive hallucinogens that help you navigate. <laughs> do you, uh, Bal, do you tell me that you're used for that? I tell you that, yes, so we need to make sure not to eat them until we absolutely must. Okay, so... Listen to me, um, weaklings. Um, what do you eat and what's your um, mating ritual so I can ensure you're thriving? <laughs> um, that's a big topic and go ahead and make a nature check for me. Can they, can they just tell me? <laughs> I mean, they, they can't tell you in any way that's meaningful and that you would be able to interpret as understanding. Uh, they and... just know that they eat food and they mate when they feel like mating. Um, but the conditions for that to occur are kind of beyond their ability to comprehend. Okay. Um, um, out of care, 17. Okay, so 17, you'll know then that roach farming is a very vexed process. It's very hard to actually farm roaches. Um, they're very finicky about how they, you know, their, their breeding process and things, um, and just trying to keep them in captivity is hard. There are actually whole farm planets devoted in some places to the roach industry. So okay. they're, 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 they're best grown in the wild and farmed, um, but trying to microcontrol their climate and grow them in captivity it rarely works. They're very hard to keep in captivity. Okay. Um, we're on 11 on the same thing, so I know even less than Caxos. Well, I was going to... It's you bug. Maybe you know. You know, bug farms are a thing. Like you know, bug farms are a thing. Like you don't know how hard it would yeah. be to keep a bug as a pet or keep them in like a terrarium or whatever. Um, but you. It's really easy. Just let them out and let them smite something every now and then and eat something else every now and then. That's wrong. Yeah, bugs. it works with me. Oh yeah. Well, Will's like, well, out of character. Would uh, did Cax say how intelligent they were? They're not. Oh uh, yeah, I will say these 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 guys are pretty dumb. <laughs> they think they think he's a god, and they think I'm some eldritch unknowable thing. So one of them is going to become a cleric of Caxos, and one of them is going to become my warlock. Oh, well, we'll, we'll make them we'll just sort of, for our amusement. We'll just sort of size. Yes. Well, there was my plan. I was gonna, I was gonna say you should ask him if they knew anything about the the asshole. Nathan. I, they, they, know, they told they me were, they've been in hibernation. The green demon. Uh, yeah, they were in induced hibernation. They, oh, they know about the green demon. Yeah, they start screaming again. <laughs> oh boy. This, these animals are worthless over time. Okay. Okay. That said, these uh, I'm, I'm sure are expensive in your um, gold uh, credit. Yes, I would actually like whatever. them back because I feel like they would be incredibly useful assets for our pilot. Oh yeah, sure, absolutely. I don't know. Oh, yeah, just, just turn, put them turn, back in my pocket. I turn one loose in the cockpit and let her pounce on it. <laughs> Yes. yes. Oh, I didn't I'm say that. So doing that. I didn't say that. I'm editing all this out. <laughs> I'll say oh. it later. Don't worry. Oh. All right. Uh, okay. So now, having gone through um, loose slots, right? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Now I believe find ourselves here uh, at Club Plastique. So oh, I will. This is a very nice place. 
drop everyone in. Never been to a bar that's nice before. Uh, Chris, you notice? You? No. You notice the? Uh, Are you lying? No. Okay. Never been to a bar oh. this night. Nice. I, I just like, assumed Koreos would have been to like some nice places. I don't know. I assume why? Because Kare... <laughs> he's more cultured than Valerie is. All right. No. Will it was the one the just less sexual. <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> all right, all right. Okay, that's everybody. Uh, okay, so you notice this area here is very posh looking, very pristine, very clean, white, minimalist lines. It looks like an inside of a genius store. Um, I so want to know that I still have mud on my boots. <laughs> so, um, to your right, you can see there is like a large glistening pool. Um, it's not clear if it is for swimming or amoeboids, but it's um, very animated in there. Um, you notice that the bartending area behind, like the area behind the bar here is like untended. Um, pardon me. There is a partition here that's like, it's like a, all, think of it like a window with like a lighting effect in the middle, right? Okay. So, so it's it's got the ability to project like light, um, like holograms, but like a flat appearance of a of a three D hologram, right? <laughs> so looking at it, it just fools your eyes into thinking that it's three D. It has the illusion of depth, but really it's a glass window, and there's more club on the other side. Um, on the other side, it seems like there may be a little more um, like almost activities or things. Um, you can see there's some games on the other side. There's a few more tables and some drinks and stuff. Um, you can see there's one long section that might be for some kind of a game involving shots. Um, the bathroom's over there. Um, and then over here to the left is the access to the VIP lounge and also the way up to um, the gym and Merc Alley. So this is like a swanky club, like a really nice club, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, we there is... Yeah, there's a there's a, a there's a uh, what is it? Multifunction automaton. There it is. Um, that is basically like wandering around and cleaning up things and sort of just tending to the place and keeping it picked up and, and nice and clean. Um, but they don't really take any note of you and they're kind of just going about their business. Does it smell different um, here? Like they use like air fresheners or something? It's certainly cleaner than the uh, than Cargo Town was. And it's definitely less organic smelling than loose slots. Oh. Can I make a slat of hand check to just to grab someone else's drink as they've left it on the table and just take it and it's mine? <laughs> Go ahead. You <laughs> clean. It's just three. Okay, um, you manage to pick up the glass without anybody noticing. Um, oh, I walk away. <laughs> all right. Um, you now have a half full glass of something like dark, 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 maybe black colored and pretty opaque. Um, Throw it back. <laughs> and, okay, make a constitution saving throw. <laughs> that was unwise. What? My friend. That was unwise. <laughs> I'm not wise. Your eyes cross and you pitch forward to the deck plate. Unconscious. Oh, oh fuck. Oh, no. <laughs> can I, I, I will, wait, do I have I can can I use it right? I can use um, lay on hands to cure uh, not only HP but I can cure conditions right. Like I for mean, every eight, five HP was like. Yeah. I forgot what one. That that's that is correct. Yes, lay on hands. You can use five five points to cure a condition. Would that come just like you know? I throw it back and suddenly you're like all my like light. Oh, you don't know exactly what's wrong off. with him, but it's as good a oh. plan as any. 
Okay, I will I will use five from the the ball to try and um, cure. Okay. Uh, so it feels very much like curing the poison state. Uh, when you do your lay on hands, it feels very much like that. Um, Val, you wake up with the taste of venom in your mouth. Um, go ahead and make me a nature check really quickly. Let me um, try this. I have, yeah, that'll be a four. Ooh, okay. No. Nope. I, I, I don't think there's any way I can gain advantages there. I, I mean, no, I'll say because of your background, actually, you do get advantage on this one. Okay. Yay. Wait, <laughs> Yeah, so, um... You actually just did a shot of Waspinosaurus venom. Oh. How? Maybe you should not do shots. That reminds me of college. <laughs> Random stuff. Shit. No wonder that taste is so familiar. I've, I've actually worked with these before. You used his O. <laughs> yeah, because I made the art. Um... <laughs> yeah. Oh, shit. Actually, wait. Do... I might have some more of this back at the back of like the. I I don't I can't guarantee you, but I might have some more back in the cargo on the ship. Oh, I will I will for a second like tap Val on the shoulder and say, well, um, medicine, medical science uh, zero, magic one. <laughs> nice. <laughs> okay. oh, very fair, my good friend, and I get up. I think okay. we're actually like five six or something. I'm not keeping a score. <laughs> Alrighty, so after that little, uh, is, <laughs> a little jaunt into unconsciousness. Is there any left in the glass? Like anything on the roof of it? No, she got it all. Ah. It was a shot it didn't really, threw it back. It didn't, yeah, it didn't pour so much as like fall out like a jello shot almost. Um, it has a very high surface tension and something about this glass resists stinking. So um, it kind of just clung to itself when it rolled out of the, the glass and into her mouth. Now there goes my idea, my idea of harvesting for a poison. Oops. Well, I mean, maybe if you can come up with the credits, you might be able to order a shot of your own. Yeah. yeah. I just stole here. it. <laughs> we'll come back later. Yeah, we'll come back later. Okay. So. Moving through. Okay. Are you actually going to move the, Are you able to move your tokens or no? Yes. 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 Alright. If you perfectly intended for like humanoid biology. Okay, so as you guys as you all walk through this doorway, you hear a slightly familiar peal of laughter. Um, it's high and feminine and just a little bit digital. Um, um, is this is this the lady? I, does this sound like the lady I shot? Um, looking Please. into the room that you're walking into, this is basically the VIP lounge of Club Plastique. Um, you can see over to your immediate left here um, is what appears to be a very large hollow display, uh, showing what looks to be some very very weird kind of like giant chicken racing. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> you can see uh, also. On one of the couches, these very long leather couches, you can see uh, a young humanoid female clad all in white uh, with two uh, very large vect guards flanking her on either side. And she is sitting there and watching the bird races on the hollow display, and she's just looking very delighted with herself. And we, we're passing, we have to pass through here to get to the other way, right? Uh-huh. Do the, do the chickens have riders? Wait, yes. Do, they do have jockeys, do, yes. Do we need to go back in the other way to go back up here to get back up here? We need to go, or do we need to go? You need to go through here. Yeah, no, the, door, the, door, the doorway, yeah, is right there. Okay. Um, 
and we walked through it as she reacted all. She doesn't seem to take any notice of y'all. I mean, like, her eyes flick in your direction, but she goes back to the paying attention to the chocobo racing. I'm sorry, did I say that? Large chicken racing with gnomes. <laughs> Gnome jockeys. I, well, you see, I'm content for that to not be our problem right now, if everyone else is. Yeah. What problem? None at all, Kaxos, none at all. Let's keep going. Sure. As, so we're heading north on the map, right? Mm-hmm. Okay, so as we're heading that way, am I able to like sort of just discern if this is the same person that I sort of helped schluff off their previous mortal coil? Hmm. Um, let's see. Make a perception check, unless you want to be super obvious about it, in which case make an investigation check. Receiving... It's a 16. Okay. Um, and now make me a stealth check to see how slyly you can be making that observation. I thought it was an investigation to be obvious about it. Well, you made a good perception check, so you're you're gonna do this, but like, her own intuition, like, you'll, you'll go there. <laughs> right. Can I help anyone? The thing. Uh, it's a 19. Okay, yeah, she doesn't actually take any notice of you. Um, right. There is a moment where it looks like you almost lock eyes for a hot second, but you managed to revert your gaze in time. Right. Because, um, yeah, she was looking, and, like, her eyes are <laughs> kind of unconsciously tracking you all as you walk past, but she doesn't appear to be reacting to you in any sort of way, it just making, she's, like, aware of your presence in the room. Right. But, yeah, but it does seem like she is, is she, is she, she the same person? She looks very familiar. If it's not the same person, they definitely shop at the same gap. <laughs> shop at the same like, body it's, shop. So it's the the outfit here is is got a couple of marked differences from the one you remember seeing before. For one, it's cleaner. Um, she looks almost pristine. She looks like um, if the Valkyries from Tron had a nun. Um, there's like a, almost like a habit or like a robe or something that she's wearing over top of everything else. Um, she's still got her face is kind of covered in that vinyl that obscures her mouth. Um, but her her rest of her outfit is largely like synthetics, lots of flat whites, some black trim, um, and what appears to be some kind of a religious symbol around her neck. She's here, of course. Yes. I mean, uh, Astro Tracing. Mm -hmm. can, can I recognize the symbol at all? Uh, make a religion check for me. Eight. Okay. Um, you've never seen the religion of the broken circle before, but you know, anything yeah, is possible. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Yeah. For for reference, the the holy symbol on her on her pen, the holy symbol on her pendant there. Um, it's it's basically an almost complete circle, except that there's like a gap cut out of the top of it, and there's just like nothing there. Okay. So it's an almost complete ring. Right. Yeah, keep walking. Okay. All right. So you will leave Sister Eve alone, and we are now traveling to the gym and Merc Alley. All right. So we went to the neutrals, right? Yeah. So you'll come out. Here. This is where we were going, right? This is where you were going. Yes. Yeah. So you'll okay. come out here. Mm -hmm. Just go ahead and drop your tokens on there as soon as my roll twenty decides to stop not cooperating. Thank you. Oh, I really doesn't start everything with Fort of War anymore. Yeah, well, I, I should just go ahead and pre-populate like every field with tokens. Just, but I never know who's gonna go where, so I don't like to presume too much. Okay, so everybody, you come up here. Um, once you get out of Club Plastique, uh, you can see before you. This looks like um, kind of like a medium busy shopping area. Only uh, instead of stores, 
um, <coughs> pardon me, instead of stores, it's um, like merc groups and um, like gun, like weapon stores and things. Um, you can see directly in front of you seems like a large mercantile uh, area for like weapons and supplies, uh, adventuring gear and shit. To your right is um, basically a, a claim counter for bounties and job postings. Um, over here you can see there is what <clears throat> sorry over here you can see there is a communications uh, tablet that allows you to phone into various and sundry uh, entities abroad uh, think of it like a long distance uh, communications network area um, this area back here where Calla was visiting before uh, is a shop that is currently closed due to uh, some kind of uh, tentacle from hell infestation Lovely. Uh, and then up here, there is a basically a representative kiosk that can call up uh, uh, AI reps for uh, any of the various Merc outfits that you belong to. So, uh, you know, if you want to call up Graxus guys, you can get a hold of a contact point there. If you need to talk to DD&D, you can call somebody there. Uh, you know, so whoever it is that you need to talk to to check in and get your get your marching orders, uh, you can communicate with them here, and you can shop here. Um, and this is where we're going to stop for the night. All right. Okay. That's good. That's a good plan. Okay. So, let me go ahead and end that recording, and... Dark Matter is copyright Mage Hand Press. Check them out at mfov.magehandpress.com. Sound effects by Sirenscape Online, the premier solution for your virtual tabletop RPG sound effects needs. $22 every other month gets you access to Sirenscape's library of hundreds of curated music and sound effect packages. From swords to spells to starships, if you need sound, you need Sirenscape Online. Check them out at sirenscape.com. Zap the laser corgi and snickle socks if you appear today, appear courtesy of the Retroverse. Check them out at latersandliches.com. Radical.